Welcome everyone to the 11th Man Podcast. Oh god, that's horrible. 11th Man Podcast. Today, me and my friend Chevy will be sitting down and talking about some events we've gone through in our life and something about school. It's a very interesting episode and I hope you guys will enjoy. Now stay tuned. Next week we'll be having some more friends join us on this podcast. I'll see you guys later. Hello? Hi. Hello. Uh, how have you been? Yeah, I can't hear you. Okay. Uh, anyways, welcome. Welcome to the the damn podcast. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so how you been? Uh, a bit tired, but okay, I guess. Uh, I've been sick, which is amazing. How, I did came down, how did you get that? I came down with a cold after Monday night. So after I went to TAFE, okay. I came down with a cold on Tuesday morning. And so I was like dead tired. Nice one. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Maybe it's just I didn't feel the cold weather going by. But I mean, it was pretty chilly that night, to be fair, Monday. Mm-hmm. But... Other than that, I, I I didn't expect much. Like uh, on Tuesday morning, I just felt horrible. Like um, I kept on sneezing. I had a massively runny nose, had a uh, a ringing headache, and then I had like a massive sore throat. So I couldn't even speak properly. Okay. But yeah, no, it was horrible. Anyways, um, to anyone listening, <laughs> um, this is my friend Sheffy. Sheffy, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Chevy, aka Chevelle. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be a little bit weird because I've, I've this is my first time doing a, a proper thing. Like, this is gonna be the first real episode. We were meant to have uh, our friend Jai as well, but unfortunately, he can't make it due to recent events popping up um, and him only messaging me about it today. <sighs> Damn bugger. Well, it's Jai. What else do you expect? <laughs> He's very bad at organizing things, uh, from what I've known, uh, at least. Uh, but yeah, no. Is the gym back open yet? Uh, no. My gym opens on the thirteenth of June, so next week, I think. Oh, okay, so it's not not too far away. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to hear. Because, uh, what, the first thing you guys were going to do were, like, drag me in the gym or something? Yes, it really was, because, obviously, <laughs> uh, I think we made, like, a deal that you would if... only go during after three or something like that, because of something. Mm, yeah, because I have to um, talk to certain people in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that was it. I think that was the deal. Yeah, I would go to the gym with you guys after three because I have other things to do, and uh, plus I got to talk to people in the morning uh, throughout most of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I mean, yeah, I- I'm down to go to the gym. I need to get back in shape, anyways. I went to my first training session yesterday uh, with the soccer team and everything, all football for European viewers. Uh it was horrible. <laughs> Absolutely oh horrible. Oh, it, it it wasn't a bad session at all. It's just I felt terrible afterwards because I was still mildly sick. I'm having like, I swear I've gone through like half a pack of strepsils just trying to survive. <laughs> nice. Like, it's horrible. Like, Yesterday wasn't as bad. I could speak and run. Like, I could probably breathe. Like, my nose wasn't blocked very often and everything. I could breathe properly. Yeah. But, like, after running for about an hour to half an hour, my legs felt completely wasted. Uh, Probably because of the exercise I have not done in so long. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Uh, But, honestly, at the same time, it's like... I just felt completely like tragic afterwards. Like it, it was a great se- training session. It was good to see the guys again. 
probably probably breaking the law by doing a little bit of contact sport, but let's not mention that to everyone else in Australia. Uh, but like it was it was a great session. Like I got to see the guys again after a while. Uh, good fun, good fun. Uh, but after doing some fitness, I felt horrible because I'm so out of shape and I probably weigh like three kilos that I probably should, like three more kilos that I probably should. Uh, you keep mentioning that every single time. I all I I'm very like annoyed at my own weight. Very annoyed. Why should you? Because I I don't know why. I'm just very self conscious about it. It's well, it's you a really thing. Shouldn't. It's a thing with me. I'm very self conscious about my weight, no matter what it is. It's the same thing with everybody else. You can't really find the perfect body. It's no such thing. No, it's just like no, no. It's just like it's just a, a weight range I want to be within, and like. I felt very comfortable being at like a 76 kilo person uh, oh. at my height, at least. Well, you got to like be dedicated in order to do that. Well, I was dedicated. I really was. And then coronavirus happened and then all that stuff. <laughs> and then I got stuck at home the entire time and just doing 10 pushups every day doesn't help me lose more weight because I eat a sh- crap ton. I was about to swear. Oh, I swear anyways. Fuck that. Uh, scratch it. I said no swearing loud. I don't give a shit anymore. You just broke your own rule. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly don't care. I swear a lot, anyways, and like in like real life, anyways. No, but you I, cut them out. I, I I limited it out of a lot. To be fair, like I I'm pretty sure I cut most of my swearing out last year. Oh, it could have been. It could have been later than that. It could have been like a late last year or early this year. Could be. I can't remember. First time I met you, what? you cut them out. What me when I first met you? Mhm. That was like what two and a half, three years ago now. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. I mean, no. I started bleeping myself back then. I don't remember removing swearing completely from my dialogue. Three years. Yeah, no, that's when I was bleeping myself, like, just out of, like, instinct. Yeah. And, because I still swore, but, like, not as, like, audibly out loud as, like, other people do. Uh, like, Jai or Jason or whatever. Well, Jai's pure. I don't hear him swear at all. Oh, no, I've heard him swear before. <laughs> he, he he's sworn. Me. He's definitely sworn before. I've heard it before. Oh, I mean, in year seven and eight, he he never really swore until I got into the rhythm of swearing very often back then. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of picked it up slowly afterwards. Uh, also after being around the other guys and everything, uh, he kind of picked it up trying while while playing handball. And everything he would just like yell fuck every time he screws up something. <laughs> It's especially, very interesting. Very interesting to see. Especially in his calisthenics um, gym routine, whenever he fails, he... Yeah, whenever he fails a flip or, like, a, a grab or, like, a spin move or something onto the bar, he'll always yell, like, fuck, or, like, shit. It's so yeah. funny to witness. Yeah. I mean, with me, I swear a lot every time I screw up something as well, to be fair. Yeah. Like, when I'm playing my soccer games and everything, like, I try not to swear as much because the ref is, like, right there and he's willing to whip out a yellow card and send me off the field if I swear mm-hmm. too much. But, like, if I screw something, I'll be like, fuck. Yeah, there's my self-bleep. Uh, I'll actually, like, be wary, but at the same time still, like, swear, like, under my breath or something because it's just, like, you don't want to screw up, but there, there's no... There's no way around it. I'm not a professional. I'm not perfect. I'm not anything. I'm bang average at my sport. Yeah, which uh, is soccer, right? Yeah. I, I'm I'm built for basketball, but I play soccer because sports. Fair. 
<laughs> Sports are amazing. Uh, I mean, like when Jai was playing tennis at first, when well, I saw him play tennis at first, he he would not swear at all. He would just kind of like grunt a little bit and just be like, oh, and just kind of like walk it off for a second. But after he got into the rhythm of swearing, he would just like far out or like try and to get rid of the swear words, but he would say it every now and then because it was very funny to witness. Mm. Like, you, you you don't think he would swear. Like, year seven, eight, he definitely didn't swear. From what I remember, at least. Yeah. Like, he was not one to be known to swear. He was very pure, very innocent, very... a very young and nice chap, you know? A little mm. roundish because he didn't get into his fitness stuff until, like, Year eight, like like year eight, early year nine, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it probably like at the start of this year or midway last year, he um started doing calisthenics. He found his like kind of sport and he, he start yeah he started doing calisthenics properly. I think it was like year ten ish. Yeah, so midway for year ten, I believe. Because that's when I first started training with him as well for calisthenics. Because he used this program called Thenx. Mm-hmm. and like he used that app for like a while and, he, and I was training with him for like a couple of months but then I was I kept on going down with injuries and nagging injuries kept on like ha- like uh limiting me training with him and so I eventually stopped training with him because his stuff got too hard for me and I was just more leg work than upper body work well, he was just focusing on handstands and everything. I was focusing on, like, my, my kick power and everything in soccer. So we're kind of training different body areas. Which I think it will help you to go to the gym because there are some ways of helping that out. But yeah, no, I mean... You, you'd rather go all well, on the field. I'm all out for cardio. I am one of the only people that's okay with cardio. Like, in cardio. the entire world, everyone hates cardio. Like, when I first talked to Jai about liking cardio, he instantly turned to me and was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, he, he literally neglected cardio. Like, he was the most neglected... No, that was the most, like, neglected thing I've ever seen him say about the cardio. Like, the only thing I've ever been him... Like, seen him neglect about is the cardio part of, like, any exercise. Well, like, he loves to... He loves to bike. He loves to jog around a little bit, but he hates all of it. Mm. There's a lot of people that have different types of training, and some of that doesn't involve cardio. But there, are, like, there's easier ways or harder ways or different ways you can do cardio. It's just no one fucking likes it. <laughs> I I love cardio. Cardio is just fun and enjoyable for me. I don't know why. I love going for runs. I love jogging. I love just doing a lot of running around without like a clue of what I'm doing. I love doing leg work. I love just doing quick sprints and everything. It's it's good. It's fun. Yeah, I'm a, well, but I'm, that, that I think that's just me. Honestly, I don't. I haven't seen a lot of people that also enjoy cardio. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like. Nothing against, like, cardio or, like, hitting the weights room for, like, your body work or whatever. I feel like cardio is just so much more simpler, and I feel, like, injury-free. But that's my my opinion, because I haven't... I mean, I can't say I haven't got injured, because I've been injured so many bloody times. Uh, but honestly, I prefer cardio over the weights room, to be fair. Yeah, it's your choice. Like I've been to the weight room before. I've been to I've been to like a a gym, I guess in like quotation marks. Uh, at at uh, at school before, and then I've also been to one at a resort in Queensland. Uh, but like, I never really enjoyed my time there because it was just like all you can hear is the machines going and like the people sprinting on like the treadmills or like breathing heavily, lifting the weights or something, and I'm just like, this sounds awkward. It's just, like, a very quiet room, and so I'm just like, I'm going to plug my headphones in and just do some cardio. Well, at the gym, no one cares what you're doing. You're just listening to your music just to get into the mood, and you're just lifting weights. Well, that, 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 
that's what I thought it was at first as well. And I, I think it is still. But uh, me, when I was in, in the other ones, I just kept on like hearing the things going. And uh, I was just like, this is a little too kind of weird for me. And I, I, I don't feel necessarily uncomfortable. It's just, it's just not exactly the training environment I want to be in. The training environment I want to be in is like, self-worry no one's gonna no one's gonna judge me or anything it's just kind of like me doing my thing running around the field jogging sprinting doing my leg work and everything but uh everyone everyone trains differently everyone works differently so it's just probably me being the weird one out of all of us but we'll see (laughs) i mean i haven't hit a proper gym ever like ever which you should go to I don't. I don't have the money to buy a membership, my friend. How much well, does a gym membership cost, anyways? Like, it, it's pretty expensive, isn't it? Uh, when I signed up, well, it was individually for me because, uh, one, I was still kind of a student and sort of not a student, but anyway, it was like fifteen, maybe some. $12 something a week or a month I don't know I can't remember but mum my my mum found a deal like a family deal for the membership right. so she did that and it made it a little bit more easier and a bit cheaper for that right you see like I definitely can't afford a gym membership because I don't have a stable income at this moment of time yeah because you need a job yeah I do need a job I definitely do need a job. And doing YouTube and podcasts won't give me that job. <laughs> you never know. Oh, we never know. We never know. Uh, I mean, the next thing you know, I become a YouTube phenomenon and Giant still is lingering around with his 362 subscribers while I'm sitting at 16 at this moment of time. Hmm. <laughs> no, Just there's no way. There's, there's no way I'm competing with Jai, so that's why I'm working with him. <laughs> Like I'd rather do collabs than uh and then actually like try and compete with his like views and stuff because he, he one of his videos has got like four K or like even more of views. So I was just like, how? <laughs> it was I think it was his like uh transformation video from like twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen or something. I think so too. I don't really know. I think it's that one, but I can't remember. I haven't I haven't checked his channel out in a while. I hope he doesn't hear this because he's going to kill me for it. <laughs> uh, but because <laughs> uh, I, like I, I, it's like he like, gets on the call and then he goes, "What the fuck, guy?" <laughs> he just hops on. He's just like, he's just hops on. He's like, "Right, what the fuck is this?" <laughs> uh, but like honestly, his videos at first were pretty good. They were pretty good as well, and like they're still going pretty well. Like. He's doing well with his edits. He's getting better at editing, which is better than what I can say because everything I do and upload is first take and first take only. If I can't do it in the first take, uh, well, <laughs> I had to take a whole other take and do it first try. Uh, but I rarely do that because I, I, I mainly get my point across during the first take. Uh I mean, hopefully, I don't know. I, I, I never watch back on them because I hate hearing my voice. Wait, what? What? I never watch back my videos because I hate hearing my voice. I never watch my own videos. Well, it's a sole rule I have. I just hate my hear. I hate hearing this terrible voice I have. Everybody has their own faults that they hate about themselves. Like it's just a thing that's there. You can't really. Oh yeah, it, I, but... I totally understand that. It's like every time I hear myself, like my myself speak or like sing or whatever, it sounds good in my head. But when I hear it recorded, it's horrible because of like a psychological thing that I had someone explain to me, uh, where it's just like your brain is telling you it it's bad because you hear it differently than everyone else. Because uh, everyone else hears hears it much differently to what you actually hear, and so like no matter how you like make yourself sound it'll sound maybe bad to you but it'll sound great to everyone else if you if you pitch it right or whatever it's a whole psychological thing i had i didn't look up on this person did 
they told me about it and they gave me a whole like 30 minute rundown of it uh, while I was complaining about my singing voice one day. Uh, but that, that was just me uh, being a little shit. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, how's work going? Are you still getting shifts, or are you still getting once a week? Uh, at the moment, I'm slowly getting more, but it's I, I don't really know. Workers keep saying that they're on a budget, and they keep like saying that it's difficult to put other people on for shifts. Like, it's also because of your age. So, like, if you're Oh, right. So it's like if you're more experienced or whatever. Or well, is it just like... Okay, well, I I just turned 18 in April. So when you're like an adult sort of age, you, you're officially now can like approve of like having full time or something like that. But when you're like, yeah. say, 16 or 15 years old, you're like cheap. They can put you yeah. in shifts because of the budget. But when you're yeah. 18 and older, you have minimum amount of money to spend. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're making person. you're making minimum wage basically. Once yeah. you're like like at adult wage at least when you're when you're 18 because you're classified as an adult by then, and everything. Uh, yeah, I understand that. It's like, cause, cause if you're younger, like if you're 15, 16, or even 17, uh, they can make you make less money, but they can put you on more shifts mm-hmm. because it's cheaper for them. Uh, because the company might be running low on resources or money or whatever. And they're like, we'll put the younger people on because it's just easier to afford them. While the other people will just sit back and just let them, uh, let them just do nothing because we got, we can't, we don't, we can't uh, afford to pay them every week, week in, week out. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense in like a business kind of like aspect. Like the economy, as we made a joke in my training session yesterday, it was like I think one of my one of my friends said, "Imagine Scott Morrison just walking up to the podium in like the uh, the Parliament House or somewhere." It's just like this economy is not stonks. I was crying, uh, of laughter because of like. Anyone mentioning ScoMo is just a stupid thing, but him imagining him say not stonks is just hilarious. But I mean, everyone, every company has lost money at this point. Uh, even the major sports leagues have lost a crap ton of money because of this whole pandemic and everything, and we can't do much about that. Um, but uh, I don't know what what works tough to find especially when you're someone that's completely new to every field and everything and like you haven't had previous experience in any sort of job like i have uh and so i mean i don't know work's been tough to find but i i've got a couple of things where i'm on like a standby list or something just waiting for like a, a job opportunity somewhere uh but yeah, no, I'm literally sitting. I'm a sitting duck waiting. Uh, are you planning to get a new job anytime soon, or are you just gonna stick with it? I do want to get out of my job. It's like, it's not the fact that they're not paying me well or like giving me any shifts. It's just not the type of work I would like to be in for the rest of my life. Right. So at the moment, I'm still deciding because. When you're young, you still question yourself what you want to be or what you want to do. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So it's completely normal, the question. But when you're like, I don't know, maybe in your early 30s, maybe mid 30s, you start to. You you start to develop some sort of idea of what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. The rest of your life. Like, the thing is, I had a very inspirational talk with uh, one of my relatives. Um, he was like, once when you're young, you can totally make a, a ton of mistakes doing whatever the hell you want, uh, because you still have time to correct it. But once you're like late thirties or even early forties, there's no room for mistakes because you've got to be doing something that makes money for you, your family or whatever. Uh, you I can't just you. mooch off someone because that that's where you really have hit your peak in like the working life and everything. And yeah, so... You have to find your sense of direction by at least 30 or something like that because it's like 
it's tough to kind of correct mistakes once you get to that age because once you don't have enough income coming through, you can lose a lot of things such as like your family or your house. You're like, you're just living in general. You can probably be out on the streets by at least 45 if you don't have anything by like 30, 35 or something. Mm. And so it's like, when, when we're still young, like 18, like us, we can still have time to just figure out what we want to do, fumble around, you know, have a bit of a party, enjoy ourselves while we're doing something we enjoy or like something that just pays us enough that we can survive. Uh, but once we get to like 30 or something like that, we have to find something we can, we, we can enjoy doing on like a day-to-day basis uh, while earning enough to support ourselves and, and our families in the future and everything. And so it's a tough economy out there. It's a tough life out there. I've had a, I've had a lot of inspirational talks with a lot of people about this stuff. Uh, and so, I mean, we're still young. We still got time. Uh, even though we don't feel young, I feel old at 18 already. Uh, <laughs> at least I can drink now. Thank you, Australian law. But, other than that, like literally, I, I've just been literally sitting a, a sitting duck waiting for like a, a job to come by and be like, "Hey, we're gonna pick you up. How, how about you start working next week?" Well, I feel like <laughs> I feel like for you, you need to get your ID. Just I do need to get my ID. I do need to get my ID. Actually, I have the money to buy my ID and my uh, driver's license test right now. Actually, well. Do it. I'm get, I'm get planning it to, I'm planning to go get my L's license. By the end of this month, if yeah, I can. I'm not, I'm not ready for that yet. I need to take some more practice tests. I still need to read through the handbook once again because I, I did read through it once, but that was a while ago. I need to go back and do it again. Uh, and I, just, yeah, I need to do some more practice tests just to make sure. And now I'm going to go pick up my L's license and do nothing with it because I don't have a car to drive. Well, it, yeah, but you don't have to rush for a car. Like, it's not important like for say in high school you're excited to get a car you're excited to get your l's you're excited to start driving like your parents and you're independently driving on your own but when you think about it you don't really need that kind of thing because me for instance i'm 18 i should have got my car license like at the age at the age of like 16 16, like i did yeah like i should (laughs) have like it's not a rush you it's it's better off just to study finish high school when you're ready you feel like you can do the driver's test and go ahead but I'm at a situation where I don't really want to because obviously I have my own problems on my for myself and I can't really do that so and it's better off to not have um to drive as well for starters just for like a getting used to it and plus when you're going out in public or when you go out for a party say and you're like wasted and you don't have a car you're bound to have alcohol at that party it's like there's there's no point bringing your car over there you might as well get a lift from someone else exactly because it's way easier yeah it's, it's way easier to get like a lift from someone else that you can rely on it that won't get drunk that night or whatever so so everybody yeah yeah, exactly. And so, like, that's the, that's what I was planning to do as well. It's just kind of, like, take my time, take it easy, and just not worry about having a license and everything. Like, I I don't, I, I honestly don't care, like, public opinions. It's like, oh, you should have got your license, like, two years ago. I'm like, well, yeah, I should have. I could have, but I didn't because I got other things to worry about. Like, when I was 16, I was still, I think it was, like, year 10, going through my, going through my life, going through my time, figuring everything out. Uh had a, had the opportunity to leave high school, did not do it. Uh, probably one of the biggest decisions I did not take. I left properly. In year 10. I could have left in year ten. I definitely had the opportunity to leave year ten, uh, but I didn't do it uh, because of circumstances I had in my life at the time, uh, and probably one of the biggest regrets I had in my entire life. But. I cannot regret about that decision because it's led me to a place where I am free, happy, and enjoying my life right now. Um, having the time of my life, uh, being out of high school, dropping out, being a terrible success on YouTube, and doing nothing at all. <laughs> well, you kind of uh, left at a bad time where stuff started to go downhill. But if you left, like, say, early, 
midway you can you can like go to TAFE, do whatever, do some courses, and then you can write that on your resume and go fucking get a job. Easy done oh. dealt with, but I, I yeah. didn't I did I, I didn't leave back then because I had other family circumstances and obviously I had other circumstances during that school time and in the school I had other circumstances. We won't mention those because that's a little personal to myself. Uh but like I had, I had all like I had a choice to leave to go to like a sports academy or sports college with uh, one of my mates, uh, who I saw recently. Think uh, after a long time of not talking or seeing each other, um, I could have gone to the same place he did. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I chose not to because uh, the process would have taken a little too much uh, out of not just my family, but just like kind of in general, like me as well. Uh, and also it's just like, it wasn't, uh, what I, uh, like, it was, it was basically what I wanted to do, which was like coaching and everything. But, uh, the opportunity presented itself. I didn't do it because, uh, family circumstances and everything. And I decided not to leave at the end of year 10, because it was kind of like, I want to see how far I go, uh, with kind of what I have in school because, uh, I didn't want to be one of the first people in, in my entire family to drop out of high school. Uh, look at that now. Look how well that turned out about a year and a half later. I dropped out of school. Uh, and what do you know? I'm literally doing God knows what with sports coaching and TAFE. I plan to do another yearly course uh, the uh, next year after I finish this one uh, with uh, sports recreation and management. Uh, but We'll see how far I go with that, and then hopefully get into some sort of sports uh, sports coaching job with uh, that on my resume, or even just get into a university with some sort of uh, degree in that kind of area, and then find some sort of success uh, in Australia with uh, with like rep- representative teams, youth teams, or even just academies or anything like that in general. And we'll see how we go. But I could have I could have been pursuing this a lot uh, a lot earlier, but. At 16, I had no idea what the hell I wanted to do. At that time, actually, I did have a kind of a clue, which was doing computering. Uh, but I realized I was too dumb for that because uh, I'm not good with reading code and text. Uh, I'm, I'm partially dyslexic, so it's not helpful at all. Uh, so, yeah, I could have left like you did back in like year 10 and found a job like you have. I had a job before that. No, yeah, you had it, like, what, during... No, you had a job when I first met you. You left that first job, and then about, what, like, six months later, you had another job when you left school? Yeah, because the first job I had was, like, it was okay. It was not bad, but... Just not what... This is not ideal or just not comfortable to work in? That and, like, the people you work with. Like, sometimes... The, your work colleagues can like betray you in some way so right yeah they say like they did something wrong and they just blame it on you and the manager just believes you just like that and then you're just like what the hell yeah so backstabbing and so it just wasn't a good environment whatsoever so i, I yeah i know you yeah. left that job and i know you picked up your current job uh like what like half a year later or something uh, a couple months i think i think i definitely it was a it was definitely a few months but uh I, I know you were jobless for a little bit, but I don't know how long it was. It was for a little while. Probably it was probably. for a little while, though. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I could have been in that position if I had left uh, high school, but I didn't do so because I had so many other things on my head. And I was just like, ah, I'm just going to stay in school, try my best. Trying my best was not working. And so, and I had other problems uh, near the end of last year. Uh and then so that was, that was kind of my driving force and my last reason to kind of ditch school and just uh, go to TAFE and uh, pick up everything from there. But well, it's all said and done. I mean, uh, I'm happy with where I am at now. Like, I, I'm enjoying my course and everything. I'm enjoying my time. Just need to find a job. And that's, the, that's like really the, the last thing I need to do. Uh, and other than that, I'm literally doing what I want to do, what I need to do uh, to enjoy myself. That's really all of it. 
Yeah, which is alright. Like, uh, I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty happy. Uh, I'm enjoying my time like out of school and everything. I do miss the social part of it. Uh, I don't know if that if that's the same for you because of whatever reason. Uh, yeah, I don't like anything about school or anything. Like it, that. Introverted and just not not okay with school. Yeah, I'd rather be by myself. I'm okay in by myself, but it's good to have maybe one or two people there, but just not like a whole big group. Yeah, unlike me when I was stuck with like twenty guys, like twenty girls and guys and girls, like as a friend group and everything, and we have so many problems and stuff. Uh, but no, no, I I miss that social part. I I miss all of it. Like I miss seeing them. I miss talking to them and everything. I miss kind of just walking around at the lunch times, kicking them all around at the field or whatever. But I don't miss everything else. I do not miss the schoolwork. I do not miss the deadlines. I do not miss the continuous operation of like homework, homework, homework. Nineties plus minimum. It's like okay, I can't, I can't achieve that. Uh, so I don't miss that at all. Uh. By the way, whoever is listening to this, you don't have to be, like, you don't have to say to yourself that, all oh, school's important, school's this, school's that. You can leave whenever when you feel like it, but you do need to be there for some occasions. Oh, yeah. Just... Like, totally. Like, I'm, I'm going back into secondary education again. But it's just, like, you don't have to stay in school just because, like, there's expectations on you to finish school. There's, there's no reason for you to do so. It's, like, your personal health and mental health and, like, your mental stability is so much more important than just you going to school just for, the, like, the certificate that you're going to get at the end. Mm-hmm. And, it's like, because me and you, we both left because we, we both understood that we couldn't achieve what we were, were expected to achieve or needed to achieve to get into the things that we wanted to do in university with the grades we were getting in high school and everything. Like we both kind of understood that. And so like I left at a later stage, but I kind of learned and learned about it myself more and more as I got further into high school while you just like I said, Hey, I'm out, I'm gone. I can't take any more. Because I had my own will to do stuff because in high school, like friends can turn into enemies like in an instant, but you say like you're in school and you think oh everybody should be like friends with me or everybody should know me yada 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 it doesn't have to be like that it's it's just reliant on yourself because if you don't rely on yourself as much you won't get to places that you want to be if you don't, like if you do rely on yourself then you can do things that you can do if that you didn't know yeah i mean you can you can find new skills you can find new new kind of skill sets you can you can be good at you can find different things you, you enjoy you're good at and everything uh when i when i first was in school i thought i was all interested in video games and computering stuff because i love looking uh, at videos i love playing video games i love tinkering with computers and everything and that was kind of my thing I thought I was going into. And then eventually I realized I'm more of a sports nerd uh, <laughs> than anything. And and then afterwards I started picking up writing and then writing was kind of like my thing as well. And then I eventually became, I realized that after leaving school, I was like, I'm into more analytics and numbers and uh, looking at like different things about different players or like different sports athletes or like their their habits and everything, and that's kind of how I picked up my things, and that's why I'm doing sports coaching now. Uh, I it's a long process of learning how to find yourself. Like even in school, like you still have to find yourself eventually, but like you don't have to stay in school just to try and find yourself in the school environment because sometimes that environment can be horrible for you. It's sometimes very toxic for yourself like experiencing like chevy has like she's had a lot of things go wrong with her uh go wrong for her in school uh unfortunately yeah like um say for for me uh throughout say i don't know i've moved in school i've moved schools from like year four to in year four sorry and went to a different school and I had to repeat year four because of my education it was very low so I had right. to repeat year four which kind of sucked but it, it had to be done um and as soon as I met the new school friends that I saw they 
Hey, that was my brother. That's all right. Um, all the school friends or I say acquaintances in that class were okay at first and then I did what I did what I found comfortable with myself so I did things that I like to do that make me feel comfortable but then when they saw me in the classroom and how I react and what I do to make me feel happy or do whatever they I don't know they just found me weird and obviously you get called these names like weirdo freak four eyes yada 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 like a name is a name name. it doesn't haunt you for the rest of your life you can just it pops out of your head just like gradually when you grow up yeah like um continue sorry no like like being bullied like i i've been bullied as well like yeah not not necessarily in primary school because i was the bully in primary school not proud of it not not proud of it at all it it's a good thing and a bad thing to be a bully or not a bully because you learn from your mistakes you you learn from your experiences and so when i was a bully for like uh i think it was like most of my primary school life i was not really proud of it, but like after I finished primary school and everything, and I got to year seven, I was like, "Oh, I'm the small kid now, cool." And then I got bullied on. I was like, "This feels horrible." So like looking back on my life, like looking back on my choice of being a bully in like primary school, I felt terrible about it. But like I learned from it. I was like, "This is how people felt when I was talking crap about them, when I was talking shit about them, when I kept on saying random shit to them that would make them cry and everything. This is how bad they felt." And like. Looking back upon it, I am now friends with one of the kids I used to bully. Not something that a lot of people can claim they are. Uh, like people can learn to forgive, or people cannot learn to forgive. It just really depends on how they um, react to you or how they feel about you. And it, in the end, you can either leave that friendship or just don't be friends at all and just be who you want to be, and shit will continue. Like. In the end, you'll know each other still, but, like, just not as close. Yeah, like, you'll, you'll be as acquaintances or whatever. You just won't be friends or you won't be close friends or anything. It's just kind of, like, me learning from growing up as a bully and then being the one being bullied was not the the, the best experience. I'm going to say that very, very, very clearly now, very quickly now. But being bullied made me learn, like, how people dealt with their emotions when they were being picked on. And like, I learned to like kind of be more stoic about it and like learn to kind of like not be phased by that bullying. Like I, it still hurt me, obviously it still hurt me in the inside, but I tried to not show it as much because then the bullies would continue to do so. They were trying to continue to pick on me because once you show weakness, they'll continue to do so because they know you're going to be bullies hurt by something like that. On the weak. Yeah, and that, that they, they try and inflate their egos because they want to show that they're strong. Uh, and think they're the cool, coolest the, in the school. Really the cool the kids end, club and everything. And uh, that that's what I used to feel like. As well. That's what I thought I used to need to be was the cool kid on the block. I always had to have the best dudes around me. I used I always had to have the the coolest outfits or everything or whatever. But no, no, I realized I was pretty boring and pretty average back then. Uh, and I was actually a very big nerd back then. I actually completed a lot of my homework and I did very well on my tests back then. Uh, when but when I first entered year seven I completely flunked everything I did. Uh, Literally, I didn't even pass. Uh, th- no, there was one class where I didn't pass completely at all, and uh, I almost failed year seven. But you couldn't fail year seven; you had to move on to year eight. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a year eight now," even though I totally shouldn't be. Uh, I was also, even, I was actually even surprised I actually made it into year twelve, like honestly at all, because when we first went back to grab our new timetables for year twelve, I was surprised I was actually even announced on the list of being in year twelve, of like graduating properly of year eleven into year twelve. I had no idea I was going to make it because of all the tests I failed and all the homework I failed to submit properly. Uh, kids, if, you're, you, if you are listening to this, like anyone who's in school, please submit your homework and do your tests properly. Unlike me, I, I'm not a guy who's trustworthy with that kind of deadline uh, necessities. I don't like pressure being put on me too much. Uh, but I've learned to come overcome that kind of pressure uh, slowly but surely. Uh, but Seriously, I had no idea I was going to make it through uh, year eleven and go into year twelve. If I, if honestly, if I didn't make it past year eleven, I was actually going to drop out during the third term. But 
after hearing I made it through, I was like, oh, I might, I might survive. I might. I might go on. Uh, but then after all the problems that happened during the last term and everything, the last three months of my school life, uh, I realized I needed to leave. Uh, and that's why I left. Uh, but like, School is not for everyone. Uh, that, that's a, that's a given thing. Now, school is definitely not for everyone. A lot of people have dropped out, and and from what I know, a lot of my friends uh, are still in school. But I know some friends that have dropped out, like like Chevy here, and I've got some other ones that I know have also dropped out. But uh, school is not for everyone. Uh, and like if if you just can't take it mentally or physically, if you feel very very like held back by your like mental state, like you're feeling too much pressure, there's too much on your shoulders and everything. There, there's no problem of asking your parents, hey, can I leave school because it's just too much for me. Like I got told okay. by my counsellor to kind of like make a decision soon because of how much it was affecting my mental health and I needed to either say, hey, I'm staying or I'm leaving. And so I, I chose to leave. Yeah, and if you feel like you think that there's nothing you can do after like you like, – drop out there is options there's like tape there's like work experience like you just gotta find options like it's not that hard but for me I find it difficult because I'm lazy but same here very lazy yeah so very lazy <laughs> you, you, if you need help ask your parent ask your grandparents like us even ask like your relatives like they can uh give you options or give you some ideas or even lend a hand and like give you a, a position for you it, it really depends on how you feel about what you want to do because you got to find it out but don't rush it just like slowly gradually work your way up it's it can be difficult at times but you just got to figure it out yeah I mean it takes time for everyone to figure it out I mean I'm still figuring it out as we're speaking right now like I've got a general path of where I want to go, but I'm still figuring it out where where I necessarily need to go to achieve what I want to do. And like a lot of people are still are like a lot of my friends in high school are still figuring out what they want to do and how they're doing it, uh, and what they want to achieve. Like uh, I know some people that have a very set paths. Like I know some people like I want to be a doctor, I want to be a musician, I want to I want to be a historian. It's like okay, cool, that that's cool on you, but are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure you've got everything figured out? It's like when you ask them that question, they start to kind of stutter a little question bit themselves. or they, they kind of like uh, question themselves for a little bit. Yeah. As you said, and uh, then they realize, Hey, maybe I need to look back on it. Maybe I need to rethink what I want to do. Cause like, no, it's a great thing to do to try and have a dream that you want to have. Cause that dream will drive you towards that dream, like that passion for it, that, but if you don't have to drive for it, if you don't have to kind of want to hold on to that dream and kind of go for it, then, it's tough for you to actually go along with it because if you don't have the necessarily drive to do so, then it's hard to actually be to enjoy yourself while learning all that stuff to become that position. But then once you get to that position and you don't enjoy it, that whole lifetime you've just wasted doing that just to learn to be in that position, but then not enjoying it. That's probably one of the worst mistakes anyone will ever make because if you're doing something you don't enjoy and you're only doing it just to, just because you have all the knowledge for it or like you've just worked your lifetime away for it, then that's, that's probably one of the worst ways to live your life because it's just boring and annoying for you because you don't want to wake up at like six in the morning just to get to the, the hospital and be like, Hey, I'm ready to like talk to, talk to like uh, all the patients, everything and like, and, and like check them up or everything, but you just don't like doing it because you hate social interaction or whatever. Then it's like, why waste your time doing that when you can try and find something else you want to do? So it's like finding yourself is a very necessary thing. And since it's okay to question yourself. Yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. You have to ask people for advice. That, that Don't be afraid to do that. I've asked a lot of people advice. I've asked my own parents. I've asked my own relatives. I've asked even asked some of my friends and my teachers at school. Um, and even my counselor, my careers counselor, my normal counselor, uh, and every and a lot of other people in my life of like what I really want to do, what can I do, what should I aim for? And looking on it now, I feel like 
my my goal is somewhere in sports. That that's somewhere where I want to go. Somewhere in like the sports kind of culture. It's like maybe a physician, maybe an analyst, maybe like a trainer, a personal trainer, even like just a coach somewhere, like an assistant coach, a position coach somewhere. Just anywhere in general, or even like a scout, like a, a sports scout, like a an athlete scout, just anything like that. Uh, it's something I want to do and something I want to be because it's I, I want to be hands-on. I want to be with a team. I want to train up with a team or like an athlete or something, just somewhere in the sports culture. But that's just me in general. It, it's definitely a lot different for everyone else. But if you if you question yourself, it's there, there's no problem for you to ask friends, parents, relatives, grandparents, or anyone else for advice because – Sometimes people uh, that are your friends might know you a little bit better than yourself once you're questioning yourself. It's there's there's no problem in asking for advice. Uh, I've been, I've done a lot of talking today, even though I still have a slightly sore throat. <laughs> uh, I'm Good doing I'm doing I'm doing great right now. Uh, we have reached the fifty minute mark. By lord, I only plan oh, to do this for like another ten minutes at most. Uh, <laughs> But like, as as we've been talking for like the entire the entire time, yeah. I mean, there's no problem in just dropping out. Like sometimes people like with their parents, like you can't drop out because that's just gonna disgrace the family name. Well, that, that that's your parents' fault for enforcing all this stuff on you. You should really kind of sit down and have a chat with them and like have a very face to face, like heart to heart talk with them. Because, like, at first, my parents wouldn't allow me to drop out. My mom didn't allow me to do so. My dad was very against it. But at the same time, he, he didn't really care what I wanted to do as long, as long as I thought I was doing the right thing. Uh, my mom was probably one of the worst against it. Uh, one of my, my aunt was against it as well, very against it, because uh, they wanted me to finish high school and get some sort of degree into university as soon as possible. Uh, but... For me personally, I thought I thought that uh, me dropping out and doing a secondary education to get the the kind of courses I want to do and the stuff I want to learn uh, was more important than doing all all the extra stuff that I needed to do in in high school uh, just to get out of high school and graduate with some sort of like middle range ATAR or whatever was not the right move for me. And like comparing my scores to some of the friends, some of my friends and some of my classmates and my associates, I re- I realized I wasn't going to get the ATAR I wanted. Uh, so, some ATARs that I was expecting that I was averaging to get was about 70s, maybe even middle 60s. And I was like, this is not good enough for what I want to do and what I need to do. And so I was like, like I, I'm a very lazy, extroverted, introverted person. I'm a very, very lazy person. Even though I'm very committed to my craft, I'm very committed to what I enjoy and want to do. I hate doing all the schoolwork. It's one of the most boring things anyone can ever do. Like some people enjoy schoolwork. Jai is a very big exception to that rule. Jai loves his schoolwork. He loves to do homework. I don't know why. Fucking nerd. No. <laughs> yeah, fucking nerd. <laughs> oh god, if he just hears this, I'm gonna he's gonna kill me. Uh but like he loves doing homework. He loves it for no particular reason. Every time I asked him, hey, do you uh, uh do you got homework to do? He's like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna do some math homework. Give me a second. I'm like You sound so happy about it. I was like, yeah, I love math. I'm like, oh my god. You serious? People have their interest. Like I, I've got nothing against my man Jai. Right? I've literally got nothing against him. But the only thing I have, like an, a slight neglect, is he loves homework. Uh, I, I, it's just, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's because he's just going to a habit of doing his homework continuously because of his like family or whatever. But I don't know. Uh, but for some reason, he he looks like he enjoys homework. I was like, this is probably the one 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 of one of the things that kind of bugs me about him. But I, I've got nothing against him. Uh, I hate homework. It's one of the most boring things anyone could ever do. Uh, so do in my opinion, at least. It's so boring. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, I start to do schoolwork at TAFE. I start to do homework at TAFE. But like, it's it's actually interesting because it's something I want to learn. It's something I want to absorb information about. I don't want to sit there and 
okay, nothing. I've got nothing against chemistry. I love chemistry. I love the teacher. She was a great teacher. I love the class. It was a very funny and interesting class. But that chemistry work was way too much shit for my brain. My lord. Like, I sat down for... Uh, hold up. I sat down for a total of nine hours doing one part of an assessment because I totally forgot about it. And I did it for nine hours drinking four cups of coffee and about two cups of tea, eating sandwiches and dinner, doing my doing this fucking assessment, and then handing in the next day while still having about an hour and a half of sleep, uh, just trying to get all the calculations correct. And I got my I got my marks back somehow. The, for some reason, someone mailed me my marks, which was very very strange. Uh, I still failed. <laughs> I failed, but this was the last exam I ever did in high school uh, for for chemistry for all my subjects. But like, I got mailed my 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 marks for some reason. I don't know. I still haven't thanked the teacher for it. I don't know if she actually sent it to me. I don't know who sent it to me, but someone sent me my marks. Like, I still have the paper with me. I have my exam with me. I don't know why. It's just like I have it with me. Uh, but like, I I, I still failed. After spending about nine hours doing it, and I thought I was, I thought I was bang on, but no, I, I was completely wrong somehow. Uh, and so, it's one of the most boring things anyone could ever do. But at the same time, like, schoolwork just wasn't good for me because I just don't want to do the subjects I chose. Uh, I have regretted doing it. I hated, I hated my first year, uh, my year eleven. I hated IPT. IPT is uh Oh, what does it stand for again? Information Processes and Technology. Uh, I hated it. Too much shit for my brain. I'm too retarded to absorb all of that. Sorry, we can't use retarded anymore, can we? Uh, too stupid uh, for all of it. No. I'm speaking English. Do you want me speaking Chinese now? <laughs> uh, but I, I, I hated it. I strongly disliked it. There we are. Let's go. Uh, I strongly disliked that subject because it just—it was just too much information for me. I can't memorize a lot of things. I can memorize how to solve a Rubik's cube, but I can't remember. I can't memorize like seven, uh, like uh, like seven different meanings of one word. I, I'm stupid like that. Uh, but like. Schoolwork is different for everyone. Uh, I just didn't enjoy it. And so now I'm doing schoolwork, which I enjoy. So if anyone going into their like last two years of high school or whatever, please choose subjects that you enjoy and you really want to do. Because if you don't do ones you enjoy, then why waste your time doing it? Yeah, like, for instance, um, my you, uh, you like to, like, um, sports. So, like, that's your interest, yeah? Yeah. Then there's mine, where I like to craft and draw. So I'm choosing either tattoo artist or, I don't know, maybe, I, I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet, but, like, the tattoo artist is mainly my interest of doing. All right, yeah, fair. Like, everyone's got their different interests, but, like, it takes time to figure it out. Like it, it took me like literally six years to figure out I was really into sports and everything, even though I knew like a lot of sp- I, I'm not saying I'm gonna I'm not a sport historian. I don't know history about sports. I know like a decent amount. I can I know sport history up to about the nineties. Anything else past that, I don't know. Uh but like at the same time, I'm a really big sports guru. I like I love sports. I love watching it, I love playing it. Uh not the best at playing it. I'm very good at watching it though because it's just me sitting down on the fucking couch with a, pub, uh, a tub of popcorn. Uh, but like, it takes it takes everyone a while to figure out what they're interested in. I mean, Jai took a while to find his calisthenics. Like, he was all tennis at first. He was like all tennis, tennis, tennis. But then he was like calisthenics, calisthenics, and then he started doing tons of shit where he's like. Handstands, handstand push-ups, flipping everywhere, and just like, oh my god, it's it's great to watch, but horrible to even try and attempt. 
Uh, that's if you're flexible enough. I'm not flexible. I am one of the most inflexible people in the entire world. I used to be flexible when I was about 10. I lost all my flexibility after about the 17 bajillion injuries I've had over the last four years of my life. That's your problem. I, I, okay. Half of it, yes, is my fault because I was being really stupid. But the rest were completely like out of the blue. I had like two knee injuries and I had to be in crutches for them. I was like, great. Amazing. Uh, but yeah. Uh, like, Everyone, everyone has to take time to figure out what they want to do, what their what their sense of direction in life is. I mean, it took me a while. It took Chevy here a while, I guess. And we're still. I mean, when did you start first doing like drawings for tattoos or like whatever, like ideas for tattoos? Uh, um. Well, I think it, it, was, school, it was definitely before I met you. Yeah, it was. Well, during school, obviously, everybody has art class and shit. Yeah. Um, but, like, my art teacher, he he was really nice and he appreciated the um, options I went for. Like, I did a lot of line work and a lot of um, mimicking the drawing. And gradually, as I got really good at it, I became more interested in drawing stuff. And then when I got home a tattoo show popped up and I kept looking at it ever since and watching their shows and then I asked my mom and I was like can I be a tattoo artist she was like well as long as you like practice your drawings keep going at it then yeah maybe go for it and then I'm like okay cool but yeah right now I'm obsessed with like doing tattoo drawings but I haven't got a tattoo gun or anything like that yet I would have to do an apprenticeship first yeah definitely and gradually get used to it and then try it out fair enough I definitely knew you were into tattoos before I met you but I don't know how long ago before I met you that was be that was during my emo stage but oh so it's probably <laughs> like year, year seven year seven eight ish yeah so probably a few years before I met you because I met yeah, you, much. I think it was like mid-year nine. Uh, or no, I think, I, I it, think it was I think it was mid to late year nine. I think so. By the way, I met um, I met him uh, during our friendship with another person that we had, and I was dating. Her, her ex. Yeah. And I didn't know it at the time, and I was just like, "Oh, okay, great." <laughs> yeah. So Hello. we. Yeah, we met. We met through one of our our old friends. Uh, yeah, mid to late year nine, so it was like two and a half years ago now. Yeah, she was a great friend, by the way. She was a really but... good friend, really good friend of ours. But unfortunately, we have lost contact. Uh, I have. Due to some purposes, but it, it's okay. Some personal per- uh, problems and uh, just other things as well. Uh, but we met, we met through that by complete accident, honestly, actually. I literally, I was, I, the only reason I ran into them was because I was out, we were, this was in a shopping center. We met in our local shopping center because I went out to buy mid late night snacks for that homework session I was going to go to do because I had to catch up on a shit ton of homework. So I went to the shopping center to buy snacks and I happened to run into here, Chevy and an old friend at the same time. And then I got dragged into a conversation. And then the first thing I, and by the way, you, the first thing, I, by the way, you didn't know my name I, at the time. I, no, I got told your name and I forgot within the lot, within the first 30 seconds, I got told, Oh yeah, her name's Chevy. I was, it's Chevelle. I was like, okay. It clicked in my head for like three seconds. I was like, what's her name again? Yeah. Chevelle's a very uncommon name. So it's kind of hard for people to remember, but you'll gradually get there. But and and then mm. like I remember just calling you okay child or like okay little girl because I was just like because you're so much shorter than I was, and I was just like I'm five foot three. <laughs> I am six foot one, uh, and I I just remember just like being are you all right? Are you sure? And I just kept on not saying anything else, like suggesting your name or anything, and then eventually I just said, uh, we were in our like local, I guess like very like pop culture shop uh zing mm. if anyone knows it and i yelled out saitama if anyone knows what that is that's from one punch man a great anime and i yelled that out that's the first time i made this friend laugh <laughs> <laughs> the, the chevy was dying on the ground in the store and i was very embarrassed 
because I, I, I just didn't want anyone looking at us, but all you could hear was this person laughing on the ground. Uh, it was for like a very, it was a decent long time. It was also like a minute and a half with just you on the ground crying of laughter. Yes, because every depressed person wants to find a way to laugh and it just pops up and you just have to laugh. Yeah, fair enough. I, uh, I mean, I was depressed at the time as well. Uh, I was, I'm still getting over it. That's why I have a counsellor. Thank Lord for the school for setting that up for me. Uh, I don't need a counsellor. Whatever you say. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was the first time we met. Uh, very, very interesting times. It was by complete accident. I had literally no other reason to go to the shopping center besides buying snacks that afternoon because I was meant to do a shit ton of homework. I was meant to catch up on, and I ran into these people. Great, great times. Anyways, I think we're coming up on our time limit, and this is my time limit. So thank you for listening. Thank you, Sherry, for joining me. No problem. Hopefully next week we'll get Jai on here as well. Hopefully. Unless he says, hey, I have other shit to do uh, and only tells me on a Friday morning. Uh, you, Jai. Uh, but no, thank you everyone for uh, listening to us uh, ramble for about an hour. <laughs> uh, and I hope to see you all guys next week. Thank you, Shemi. Thank you. No problem. All right, and we'll see you guys later. Goodbye.